0: You know, we want to welcome everybody here. Everything all at
1: once? Everything all at once. It's a, honestly a sensation. Aliens
0: listen to it. We'll see what happens. Anything, <laughs> anything, everything at once and anything at once apparently. That's exactly right. <laughs> welcome, I want to welcome you guys both to the show. We got the lead singer of Auditrocity, Cy, and the lead guitarist, yes. John. Yes. Both from Auditrocity. We're super psyched to have you guys here yeah. today psyched to be here ma'am. Thank yeah you. you guys are our second female like not second our third, third female fronted metal band nice. that we've had on this show Okay. That's awesome, right? Isn't? It? I feel like that's pretty weird.
1: Yeah. That
2: is.
0: That is. That is there's a, There's a, There seems to be a lot of them around this area,
3: which
2: is awesome. Yeah, it's it great. Is
0: Awesome. It's yeah. great. It's just not. It's not what I. What I picture in my head when I think of metal bands.
1: Yeah, um, I get that a lot personally, for sure. <laughs> I do.
0: Yeah.
3: It's yeah, <laughs> always. It's always. It's always like a. Like a wow factor, right? Exactly. When you have
0: a, a, a big or a, like a strong female lead vocalist singer with a yeah. big voice we mm-hmm. also
1: have uh we have a female drummer as well
0: that's and right you do
1: non two non-binary our, our bassist is non-binary and our other guitarist is non-binary so
0: that's awesome you guys got everybody represented yeah. in Auditrocity yeah. yes yeah. how do you guys think of that name
1: um I did I I just kind of <laughs> it's funny I actually had um I have, like, this list of of names that I wanted to name my pets. (laughs) Okay. And so one of them was odd, and one of them was atrocity. And I was going through and, like, kind of combining names and stuff to give them. Because our name used to be Lucid, and um, we found out that there's, like, a lot of other Lucids. Mm. And there's one. So many in like plattsburgh mm-hmm. or something and we kept getting confused with them so we were like all right it's time
0: how long were you guys lucid for
1: <clears throat> uh it was like a year and a half or yeah. maybe like the first two it was really re- i think we just changed our name yeah at just the beginning the- of like 2022 right
3: yeah I so think.
0: probably uh, close to two years we were going to play as lucid wow interesting because yeah. I, I don't remember you guys as lucid at all and it, i felt like you guys were a brand new band when i saw uh, the Odd atrocity for the first time well, or started uh, seeing them it Would kind we, of is Right. <laughs> yeah. We, a lot
1: of ways. we rebranded the name and it and it kind of we kind of rebranded everything because lucid was more like we played at a lot of festivals we oh, did cool. like a lot of uh it was like a different style of music i feel
0: you like know like what kind of festivals like jam bandy festivals yeah Aaron, we played like Chafies. the gathering
1: of chafees oh, nice. and um you know so uh what was it? estival festival um in new york so it was like it was a little bit more on the hippie side. We yeah. could fit in there a little bit. It was like, like as people said, psychedelic rock more mm. than.
3: We had a keyboard player
0: and yeah. like a saxophone player too. So they kind of there was a different Almost dynamic like a there. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And how did you guys? What made? What brought on the change to what you are now?
1: Um, it was. I think that was like the original goal. We just didn't really know, like when we started. We didn't really just have the sound that we were going for yet. We mm-hmm. were still very new to like, I think this is our all of our first band. So um, mm-hmm. we were just we were just doing stuff and kind of writing, and then um, eventually we we started to get heavier as okay. time went on. So
0: cool. So as as things developed and as you added new different pieces and got rid of some pieces, you ended up with what you have now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And your sound is super unique. I, I dig it a lot. I've seen you guys a few times at different concerts at Basement Transmissions and a pack, i oh, think. Boy. And uh, it's always been really cool to me the way that you guys do what you do because it's. Uh, it's like a, a slow, older, heavy metal. It reminds me a lot of, like, Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And with, like, a female-fronted vocalist. It's real cool. I dig it. Old, punk, old Sabbath sound. Well, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of a lot of my kind of influences growing up. I listen to a
3: lot of, like, classic rock and metal and stuff. Mm-hmm. So kind of, <laughs> it's no surprise that
0: it bleeds through in what I try to do with these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. And, uh... How long have you got, are you guys, like, OG members from Mm hosted back in the day? Yeah, we we started it.
1: Yeah, him and I started, we were just, it was mostly, like, jamming, like, campfire jams. Um, I just really like to sing, and I don't really know how to play, Mm -hmm. and he knows how to play, and we met, and we were just like, all right, we're going to jam, and... Uh, we really, really liked doing it. We were having more and more fires just to be able to sing nice. and play. Yeah. So
4: nice.
1: we were just like, "Let's do this. We should start a band." And yeah, then we found we found some people and and here we go. Yeah.
0: Now your eyes are doing shows and recording a new album.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we are. um... We recorded at BFE Studios with Brian Glosky.
0: Yeah, he's out, man. he was on the show a while ago. He yeah. was super fun. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, He
1: is one of my favorite people. Yeah. yeah.
0: he was. A, he, we had a really good time recording with him, and he was a, one of uh, the people that, like, listened to Sink, Swim, or Fly when I was re- making that podcast with Tyler Smilo before uh, yeah. everything at once came to be a thing, so he kind of followed with us it's really cool i mean it's nice because erie is like a smaller place and you can kind of see the progression of things you know yeah Yeah. and watch it grow up
1: yeah it definitely is erie is erie i feel like is a is kind of a gem for i mean we've had a lot of famous people come out of erie honestly so Mm
4: -hmm.
1: you know it's kind of a treasure trove
0: it is right and i feel like there's a lot of opportunity in the music scene um, to kind of break into it around here, you know, there, there yeah. is there is there definitely is and we're definitely trying to <laughs> trying to break on into it Yeah, definitely and it's a, it, you also got like a lot of different markets around here, too, you know mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's not that far Cleveland's not that far Buffalo's not that far and all the places in between so yeah. mm-hmm. So have you guys been like traveling outside of Erie at all yet?
1: A little bit um, We've been to New York um, Pittsburgh And like all the surrounding little cities, you know, we've done everything around here, Erie and Meadville and um, uh, Edinburgh, even. So, yeah, um, but we did get a Canadota. Canada-ia.
3: Canada-ia. Canadia. 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 Canadia, New York. It's like it was played. It <laughs> was a place called Sugar Mountain, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And it was like a just a gorgeous music festival too. It was like That's in the field on the side of like a mountain, man. It was cool. That yeah.
0: sounds pretty cool. Yeah,
3: those are the
2: best kind of festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was
0: literally it was
3: like thirty minutes to the nearest town, man. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. out deep in the woods. Yeah, dude. It was just wilderness like, out there. we were just going up mountain roads and stuff for like thirty minutes outside of this town. And yeah, it then, was, can- I- you- was like Canadia was like. 35 minutes away it was awesome man good mm-hmm.
1: what
0: what stage feels like home
1: i feel like it's i feel like for me it's like philly on the rocks yeah or um or beauty
0: yeah either of those places is definitely home yeah. what do you what do you like about those places
1: well i like philly on the rocks because um i just i feel like there's been probably the most hospi- hos- hospitality uh yeah. there like uh uh marlene they just treat us so nice there i just love it and um bt i don't know we've just we've played there many times and um we've
3: been really
0: well received at bt a lot. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah had some really good shows there
0: i i can't remember who i saw you guys i remember gelatin skeleton was there last time and you guys went on like after them at BT, it was probably was like it a couple a months Halloween
1: ago. a Halloween show, like Basement of Terror? Remember.
0: I don't remember. That one, it was that awesome, was a though. You way. guys were crushing it. There were a ton of people there to see you guys, too. So yeah. I yeah. To get... That sounds like Basement of Terror. Yeah. yeah it was it was more recent one. Yeah.
4: That's
1: going to be mm-hmm. an annual event now. Our manager of our band, Marley, um, she's the one that does that show, and we're, we're going to do it every year, I think.
4: Mm-hmm. Cool.
3: So, awesome. so it'll be a new reoccurring event to come out to. I'm going to try to make it bigger and bigger every year.
4: I,
0: I love Halloween, too. Halloween's, like, my mm-hmm. favorite holiday. Yeah. Same. Oh, I like Christmas. I the... like Thanksgiving. I'm a Halloween person. Me,
2: mm-hmm. too. Fourth of July all the way. America, <laughs> no. but dude, on, I on. mean, hey, that's, like, a know, cl- yeah. American as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Fireworks.
2: Red, and white, and blue. Beer, let's, let's <laughs> I would,
3: like Fourth of July is definitely a close second. I do like fireworks a yeah, lot, man. and
0: like burgers and grilling and
4: right. yeah, all that the good stuff.
0: stuff
3: yeah. That's
4: a good
2: one. The occasional jet ski, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, sure.
0: They're both like super American holidays. I feel like nobody really celebrates. I mean, obviously Fourth of July is American, but I feel like nobody really celebrates Halloween like we celebrate
4: Halloween right Yeah, here.
0: definitely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do, and I do love that. It seems like one of the more festive holidays right that kind of just he gets
1: them. to get in a costume yeah everybody
0: gets dressed up I love putting on yeah. costumes too I'm about I'm about that like Theme oh yeah absolutely are
1: great right. I love the themes
0: cosplay is fun too hmm we always have fun house shows around that time too
4: oh I yeah absolutely
0: for sure hmm and uh so when you guys were recording this album, like, how did that start for you? Like, did you already have music set up, or did you write anything there? What was the process like? So we did. Like, we did have a sizable amount of music
3: like prepared when we went in there, but we did work out like a lot of things about the songs themselves, like, and kind of like embellish on them more. Mm-hmm. we kind of just basically have what the bass versions that we had played live and stuff and then but we always anytime we would go in every time we go in there we're always trying to just like since we have the opportunity to sit down and add more stuff to it it's also a learning process for us too so we get not only we do we get to try new things while we're there doing it but we're also learning so that we can use that in writing future songs and stuff right.
4: mm-hmm.
3: so it's like but we, I don't think we I don't know if we exactly wrote. Any songs in the studio, mm-hmm. we may have come up with a couple of jams and stuff that got recorded, but nothing it that may would. turn into songs eventually. Yeah, yeah. or just s- slapped on there as like hidden material.
4: Sure,
1: we do have a hidden song on our on our album. Oh, we're that's pretty cool. It's very, um, it's not like a real song. It's just something funny. We were just messing around in the studio and. I can't say too much about it, because I want it to be a surprise, but it's it's a funny little song. So. I always
0: love it when that happens. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, when you're, like, especially, like, the metal genre and metal albums in general always do, like, a really good job of it, because they'll have, like you know the normal metal songs and then at the end they'll throw like a little happy cheery jazz piece in there yeah. or something like, yeah.
1: or i love when they make one of their heaviest songs like an acoustic version
2: oh yeah and it's like, like beautiful it's and everybody's so singing mm-hmm. i know i used to get super pumped like back in the cd age yeah. you know yeah. when the last song finished and like you didn't see it like restart mm-hmm. to the beginning You're like oh fuck, there's something else coming you know?
4: right like, yeah. dude, i dude. think
1: slipknot did that and they did like one like just beautiful it was like 10 minutes you have to like like listen to like 10 minutes of what dead Buffs air it was like yeah.
2: beautiful oh my god there's one, one of nirvana's albums like that too mm-hmm. i can't remember which if it's in u- in utero i think at the end there's like just 10 minutes of dead air and then they go into another song i and love
3: that dude I I, I, i'm gonna have to go listen to that now i did not know that <laughs>
2: yeah, <don't>
0: know. <laughs> so uh, how many songs are on the new cd
1: I think it's twelve.
0: Yeah, twelve. 12.
1: twelve. One might get plus a off. secret one,
0: or twelve including the secret one.
1: Not including, so there'd be thirteen. Ooh, then. <laughs> yeah. Twelve plus one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and how many songs do you guys have all together, Do you think?
1: Um. God. Well, uh, I don't know. We can play a set for like uh, two and a half or so hours. Oh wow! But That's we crazy. Had an album out before this actually, but it. Um, we kind of deleted it. Oops. <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
0: Well, so that's like a tragic recording accident. I can't tell you how many times. Actually, it's probably I can probably tell you. It's probably been like three or four times where I've like forgot to hit record.
4: Oh, and we've done
0: like God. a whole podcast. And then I'm like, oh,
4: fuck. I
2: can't believe it's, this shit. It's four. Four
0: times we've done it. it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so Dave, Dave's keeping track of it like for him, me. Yeah. That's oh. why we keep him around. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it's yeah. tragic. And then I have to reschedule or do Wait. something not to feel like an idiot even though I just do. Right. You know.
2: We had the power go out once. We
0: had the power. I feel like that one wasn't really my fault. That wasn't uh, really It was yeah. kind of your
2: fault for living here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right.
0: I guess you're right,
2: Dave. That one was
0: my, I'll, I'll accept the blame. It's your house, your fault, babe. I think it was, I'm going to say that it was actually Dave's fault because I believe we were talking about like rioting in the streets. Which you know, like everybody like loves a good riot and we were like really encouraging people to riot and then next thing we know the power went out and I'm gonna put Dave on for bringing up the topic of riots. I'm
2: in the CIA
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, the CIA listened and heard us talking about riots and shut us down the power for the whole block. It's like no guys, you can't do that.
2: (laughs) not today. It wasn't that we were talking about riots. It's like we started coming up with some good ideas. <laughs> you know, and once we <laughs> started... were too good. We're really gelling on how to make, like, the best kind of riot. And... You know, you can just take our word that it was probably the best idea ever, ever come up with because it didn't get recorded.
4: Yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it
0: didn't get recorded because the power went out.
1: Your little agent heard you.
0: Yeah, he sits outside. I see him every now and then in a black van. (laughs) It's scary, but you're on the list now. We we keep trying to do our thing though and spread the message of of everything at once and build a solid community amongst the artists around here and entrepreneurs. And while, while <laughs> yeah. fighting the power. While fighting the while. power. That's cool. I grateful.
1: love that. Yeah. So yeah. You,
0: you guys' music is definitely punk rock, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Yeah, so. a lot of our songs are actually about that very thing. And,
0: Riding uh, and fighting the power? Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: some yeah. of them are, yeah. Okay.
0: So you guys are on the same level. You get what we're putting down here when we talk about
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking yes. up what
1: you're putting down. No, that's what I like to hear.
0: That's a, I'm glad we're all on the same page with this. Absolutely. <laughs> um... Do you think do you see any of your music getting getting used to inspire rides in the future? I hope so.
3: That would be great.
0: <laughs> That's like a real musician goal right there. Absolutely. That's like a strange musician goal too. Like do you have any other strange musician goals that like maybe not be your normal type of musician goals? Like maybe a normal one might be like sell out a show. And another one might be like sell out a parking lot with dumpsters on fire or something like that. Well, now that would be
1: fun. I would say one of our goals is to play at a skate park and I've always also wanted to play at uh, like you know like a skate rink, like okay. rollerblading, like in the middle. That'd be so cool. Well, everybody's
0: like rollerblading around yeah. you, like the biggest fucking circle pit of all time on rollerblades. Dude, yes, yeah. that would be the shit. That would yes. <laughs> be real cool. That would be brutal. It's like not not even like there's like
3: roller derby, man. I think it's like roller be way derby. Roller right? yeah. Get up in pads and everything. Everybody like,
0: slamming into each other, trying to score points and shit. Yeah, I don't know how that actually works at all. But I don't either. <laughs> (laughs) I feel like it would be awesome. I'd be down. Makes I feel like there's the also a much higher risk of injury at that That's point. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
1: You need like a waiver.
0: <laughs> yeah, you definitely need waivers to come to that show. It's like, we are not responsible for any broken bones. <laughs> but people would show up, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'd be like, oh, damn, skate, derby, fucking roller rink, extravaganza with oh, all we atrocity. Could
1: do it. I think we could do I it. I think
0: you guys might be onto something. Keep
1: your eye out because <laughs> we got <laughs> our eye on Evans. Or it's not called that anymore. Evans Skateland? What's it called? It's like eerie.
0: Whatever, dude. Right. It's, Evan <laughs> <Skateland>. it's Evans Skateland.
2: Yeah, fuck. That other name.
0: That's bullshit. It's Evan Skateland. We all know it. (laughs) Try to hide it with a different name. Yeah, dude. Don't try to pull that fucking shit on me. I know who you are.
2: I'd like to see in the future, like, one of your songs being like the new like fortunate son you know like in oh. the vietnam movies when they're having the flashbacks it's always like, heard you, heard
4: like you know like, <laughs>
2: then, like i want to see every riot from this generation just be like clicked into a flashback that, it. that would be good that would be a, a really hardcore goal
1: our our manager actually had emailed like the tony hawk foundation and they said that we could send them um these two songs that we were talking to them about and that they might feature it in a
0: and the Tony Hawk game
1: promo. Oh like
0: a, okay. Like a, I, I was gonna I be wish. like, damn, you guys are gonna be on Tony Hawk's pro I mean, fucking skater. <laughs> Maybe we'll see <laughs> if they yeah, like dude. it. <laughs> Anything can happen, right? <laughs> yeah. You're talking to the right people, apparently.
3: Yeah. I was I was shocked when they actually got back to Marley. I didn't know what would be like. I know. Time but that was. That we was were like, watching
1: was, the documentary, the Tony Hawk documentary, and Marley was like, "We should fucking email them."
3: And yeah. Because I, like, I love the skateboard and I want a skateboard <laughs> yeah. in Edinburgh.
0: Oh, they need a skate park so bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. we do. So you guys both are skaters for sure from I'm back not. in the day. I, no, no, you I are. Am. I'm to, in in this day. I'm to still this day, oh man, <laughs> yes. I, I got one somewhere around here, but I haven't picked it up in forever.
1: He's gone to shows like six hours early to hit their skate park
4: before oh, there you go. Absolutely, yeah, nice. we
3: played in uh, we played at the Beer Snob in Jamestown, New York, on, back in November, and they, we were like right around the corner from the skate park, and I, we I got there like literally like six hours early. I spent like three hours. Skateboarding before a nice. show. I was yeah.
1: convinced we were gonna come back to like a guitar player with a broken, broken hand leg. Or yeah,
3: dude, you have to play the show though, dude. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I would just tell. I would just have the paramedics just like rad, like put it in a
0: splint, and I would like sit on a stool. That play.
1: wouldn't be the first time <laughs> something R- like Rages that. Rage's lead
0: singer. I can't think of his name Zach, right now. Zach. Uh, Zach did, did all of his shows with a fucking torn ACL, yeah. like sitting on a big old box. Yeah, dude. Last
1: year or was it? No, it was 2020. I played a uh, Fader Fest with a, a fractured sternum. We got into a, oh, shit. a car accident before the show and on we, our way
4: there. we wow. re-
1: I refused treatment so that I could get to the show. Girl.
4: <laughs> I
1: played the show and then like two days later I went into the ER
0: because it was like really bad. And yeah, it was, crazy. Like, uh, <laughs> First off, I'm never going to the ER fresh out of the gate with any, any injury because no. I fucking hate Hospital, so you my, sit on it, you know? yeah. You gotta see how bad it really is. <laughs> else, it. Like, this is brand new, <laughs> it might not be too bad tomorrow. I might be <laughs> fine, <laughs> you know, or I might be completely fucked. In. Yeah, Then I go to the hospital, you know what I mean? That's the way
1: to go. We don't, like, this is America, we don't have, good
0: yeah, health <laughs> yeah, yeah right? dude. I ain't got uh, money for that, no, shit. no, no, so it's <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, you gotta take an it an on injury. the chin, man. <laughs> it's yeah, <just>
4: true.
0: <laughs> low key, that's also one of my strange life goals is to uh, maybe. I don't know. It's okay. always been a strange life goal to like drop kick somebody in the chest and break their sternum. Oh God! <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like, like a good, life goal to that, that guy. That sounds like a
4: good thing to do at a riot. Yeah, like a riot, you know.
0: Yeah, you'd be flying. Yeah, dude, you'd <laughs>
2: drop... Have you ever done a drop kick? No. You got maybe on a
0: trampoline before.
2: I think it's more difficult than it looks. I feel like, like you like have to practice. it. I have you like a have... vision
0: of me like running through a field, and then just like a man standing there unsuspecting, like maybe looking at the field, and then I'm like flying through the air, like horizontal, <laughs> and then just fully extend my legs straight into his chest, that's... and he like flies. Like that's like. This sounds, sounds like an anime like that I've seen, where they'd be like, where they'd be like flying horizontally
3: in a <laughs> for yeah, like dude. 30 seconds. That's exactly
0: what I'm imagining. <laughs> Maybe it'll be down a hill or something, so I got like a little bit of extra help, you know, staying in the air for that long. That would probably get It'd it done. Cool.
2: My, <laughs> my dream is to have uh, health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. also my dream. Someday, right? We
1: all aspire. Yeah,
0: I, I'll have to make sure that person that I drop kick probably has health insurance first before.
1: Mm. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah.
0: I wouldn't want to fuck him like that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want a
2: stage drop kick? <laughs> I, I mean, I'll take, it, I'll take it however drop-kick. I can get it. Are you going to be, like, running? You're like, you got health insurance, bro? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, why? You just fucking draw kick. It, out, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it could happen, dude.
0: I'll take any opportunity I can get. I mean, <laughs> if it, if I don't have the chance to confirm you he as health insurance, like, sorry, guy, but, like... Sometimes you gotta you have to chase your dreams. Yeah, you gotta chase your dream.
1: Sometimes people get stepped on on the way. Right,
0: this is America after all.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: The land of stepping on <laughs> the, the weaker guy that's there. Absolutely, get out of the way. <laughs> Watch out. Boys. Well, hopefully he's by himself, so that way he can't catch me, and I just get away free. Talking so uh, yeah. about there's no, no face, no crime. Right. Exactly. Wear mask.
2: We're about to
0: get fucking the power. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> it mysteriously happens again. We need to turn the corner. Yeah, sorry,
0: sorry about that. I mean, all of that was imaginary, and made of Well, out.
1: we're a very anti-political band, so anybody tuning in specifically for us should probably know that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so where do you think your your hatred for the, I mean, your love for the government came from? We're turning corners now, so we're talking. Yeah.
1: God, I feel like I've always been, like, radicalized. I just feel like ever since I – I mean, I grew up very poor. So I feel like ever since I was a child, same, I feel like everybody in our band – well, maybe not Raven uh, – almost everybody in our band grew up pretty poor. So I feel like we were all just kind of radicalized at a young age. It was just kind of, like,
4: Fuck things that didn't
1: make sense. It's like, why can't, you know, why can't my family get food stamps and stuff like that? And it's just kind of, like, you know – I don't know. I've just always had that mindset for as long as I can remember personally.
3: Mhm. Yeah, it always just seemed like you're getting like the really like raw end of everything that <laughs> is like and then you see then you see like people in the other bracket and it ain't like that and it's just like I yeah. don't understand. The di- I, at a young age I just didn't understand. Like I felt like there's there a really bad distribution yeah. of wealth. I feel like it was braces
1: like the- for me actually. When I was a kid I like, begged for braces. I have this gap in my teeth and I always hated it. I like it now but I, uh, I, I was always just like all my friends at this age have braces. Like why can't I get braces? And my mom's like I can't afford to fix your teeth. Yeah. Your teeth aren't a concern. <laughs> like so yeah, I feel like just a just an unfair uh, advantage that I saw that other people have.
0: Mm-hmm. And are you guys both from Erie? I'm from I'm from originally from
3: Tampa, Florida, but oh, wow. I'm, I grew up in Meadville. Okay,
1: Florida man. And I've lived here all my life, Edinburgh, all my life.
0: Okay. Yeah. So coming up, it uh, in like a disadvantaged way kind of helped you see. Or reflect on how the system was kind of messed up mm-hmm. at an early age. Absolutely. And what kind of music were you listening to back then? I listened to a lot of classic
3: rock. Okay. Like all kinds of classic rock. My dad my dad listened to like classic rock and like classic country, which I didn't So what care were we talking for. about, like A C D C Led Zeppelin? All of that. All of that A C D C Led Zeppelin, like Skinner, Metallica, anything way back of. Even back to like the band. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the band. And the band's so good. Yeah, and all and anything, anything in between. I'm kind, I'm kind of like a. Kind of like a buff with that. I kind of like to just kind of delve into, like, all I like to, like, just delve into all the past music. Mm -hmm. Some stuff I liked, some stuff I didn't, but I've listened to so much of it. And then I got more into, like, like 90s era, like, hard rock and grunge and stuff.
1: That's what I grew up on with my older siblings. It was, like, 90s era Mm -hmm. grunge.
3: That's what I favor more. I'm like, really big, like, Alice in Chains and, like, Tool fan. Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Tool's awesome
0: for sure. I'm going to see them in May. Oh, nice. (laughs) They're one of the bands that's on my bucket list still. One of the few bands left. Because I feel like I, this last summer I saw Deftones and I saw Rage. Oof. And then I decided I'm never paying like more than $150 for concert tickets ever again. Yeah. But I think Tool might be like one of the few exceptions that I would pay a significant amount of money to go see because their tickets are usually pretty expensive too Mm -hmm. they weren't
1: even that they weren't too bad right on the really you're going to it was like it's like a a festival yeah it's a festival I'm going to the
0: uh, welcome to Rockville
3: festival in um, in Daytona Beach okay And they're oh, their somebody head. was
0: talking about that a while ago. Mm-hmm. And
3: I, I saw I, that's what I was the opportunity. is like the tools, the headliner for that night, and uh, there's Deftones and Incubus and Coheed. I think and they have a layaway for their tickets. Yeah, they had layaway. That was the thing. It was like the tickets were like for, you could get just like a day pass for that day, mm-hmm. and it was only like 120 bucks. Yeah, and I was like, and you could that's put the tickets bad. on layaway for ten dollars. So I was like, okay, I
1: mean, yeah, I'm going to
3: see that. Cool yeah, yeah, let's and like do it. and like oh, just
1: so yeah, that's a pretty names.
3: solid lineup. I, I mean, I don't think it's probably going to be like as hype probably all together as like some of the other days. Mm-hmm. They're pretty, cause they're some of like some of like, like Friday and Saturdays packed with a lot of like the, you know, the, like the post hardcore bands and stuff from like 10 years ago and whatnot. And and so the, those would probably be some really hype days, but it was all about Tool for me. I saw that, I saw that as an yeah. opportunity to see them and I'm like
1: I don't know a bigger Tool fan honestly. Yeah. I don't know anyone who loves them more than this man does.
2: They're so good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Waiting, I'm waiting for uh, Dead and Company to break up. I've been fucking chasing Bob Weir around the country for the last four goddamn years. Yeah. And, uh, I love the Grateful Dead, but I just you know I just want it to be over. <laughs> you know?
0: It may never be over, man. no, it, dude. There'll just be new over. renditions of the Dead, man. Real.
1: Over Always, over. forever, forever, over.
0: dude.
2: They take all my money
1: every year. <laughs> yeah. every year.
0: It'll happen. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. <laughs> so you guys are both going down there to see that?
1: I don't think I am. No, <laughs> yeah. just me and
0: my partner. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's dope. And uh, what were you listening to back then? Growing up, you said 90s yeah, grunge. It's
1: like uh, my my sisters were very into Nirvana and like Pearl Jam and Deftones. So it was kind of like the... The kind of I don't even know. I guess those are those are grunge, right? Like, I mean, they're like '90s psychedelic like, like, like,
0: hardcore, kind of. Yeah. I mean, Deftones is like kind of on the hardcore scale, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or post-hardcore. Yeah. There was like kind of. I felt like there was like like depths to grunge
3: too. You kind of had like the more yeah. like like the like soft rock grunge, which like I feel like grunge. like Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. and then like I feel like Nirvana was like like punk. Punk grunge, you know what I mean, because it was like, yeah. kind of like fat, yeah. really fast, driven, and stuff. And then like Alice in Chains was like, I don't really know what that was.
4: <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> was I'd say like, like metal, almost. yeah, it was like a, yeah, like a, like
3: a metal grunge, yeah, like yeah. more like more heavy metal rooted. And then Soundgarden was kind of oh, like
1: Soundgarden, yeah. It's
3: kind of like that's another big one. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention them. I love Soundgarden. Same here. Cool.
4: Yeah, that's good. And
3: they, I feel like they were just kind of like, you know, like a rock and roll grunge. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of just like, it wasn't really heavy, but it
0: was, like, wasn't, like... I mean, song- where do you guys fit into all that?
1: I feel like, um... I don't know. We've been described as a psychedelic grunge before. I don't okay. really know exactly if that's a real category, but... Um, I don't, I mean, we've gotten things from all over, like, psychedelic rock and metal and rock and grunge and, like, we've gotten called lots of different things. Because, honestly, some of our songs are really different from each other. Sure. So, you know, um, when we first put out our first album, that's when we got, like, psychedelic rock a lot. And, like, I don't know, even then, um, because I know that your Reader put out um, a review on that first album and... uh, they they were saying, you know, it's it's like you got shuffle on kind of. <laughs> but yeah. um
0: I take that though. Yeah. I, do mean, too.
1: <laughs> I feel like we do get a little bit the thing about us though is that like <clears throat> the inspiration for our music doesn't really come from one person. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like everybody in the band has like their different genre that they like and we kind of all just like mash them all together in a way like we all have our own style and we all just do like because we write our own parts everybody you know i mean i write the lyrics and he usually writes the melody of the song but Mm -hmm. it's not like you know we're not we're not telling the bassist what to do and we're not telling the drummer how to do it we're all just kind of they got their influences and we just make it work together
3: whoever has an idea that starts to kind of like kind of like smolder a bit we all work off of that you know what I mean and not everybody has an idea at the same time you know what I mean so sometimes sometimes it's we just try to as, as as the riffs and stuff come together we try to build off of that yeah, but I it think. usually happens pretty fast, though. When we find something, when we get on something really good, we're able to like kind of like build off of it
2: pretty quickly. To have every song, to,
1: almost every song we've written has been written in like a day. Like we, mm-hmm. when you know, we just start playing it, and then we all get into it, and then we're just like, can we keep it? And we,
4: just,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think at least at least every one of us has written at least one song for the mm-hmm. band. So
2: that's a pretty cool dynamic because. I mean, I'm a big history buff, and and I love music, and if you just go back, like, so many bands, like, big bands have split up, it's because there's just, like, one source that's just, like, stifling, Mm -hmm. like, has, like, all the creative control, Mm -hmm. so that's a cool dynamic that you guys just, like, all put it together, like, that seems very, uh... Very uh, democratic, you
4: know. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely, and that's the
4: it way we it want fun, it to be. You know, it does, and you get
3: you get more. I feel like you get more better music out of that, right? Because if everybody, because then everybody gets a chance to be creative. So everybody is feeling
0: adamant about what they're do, playing. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're lot, all confident about
1: their own thing. Exactly, but, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah,
0: that's very cool that uh, you guys can come together like that and not have one person trying to control everything or make it about them and
4: yeah. work as a
0: unit. Right, and we also we also spend time with each other outside of
3: the band, that's what yeah. brought us together, you know what I mean, we do things together, we go on trips together, we sit down, eat dinner and stuff together, mm-hmm. do stuff like that and just travel and live life, you know what I mean? Right, so that we have experiences and stuff to
0: stuff to write about.
1: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was your microphone.
1: Oh, yeah. Is
0: it a classic, like, original that's been, like, well-maintained or updated, or is it, like, a re or... I
1: wish I could say that for sure. Um, I know it's a, it's, a, it's a Blue Shure 55, um, but I, when we first started this band, we had this guy, um, offered to sell us a bunch of PAs for like $600 or something. And he's like, I have this microphone I'll throw in for like another 150. And I was like, heck yeah, I'll take it. So, um, I just got it from this guy, this random guy. we so you have met. have no at- idea what the history <laughs> is of it. No. Yeah, I...
4: Because it's
0: a super unique mic for the people who haven't heard or haven't like seen it before. It's like a really old, like bright, shiny, chrome, uh microphone with like a guard across the front of it, like a, like a, almost like a football mask, like across the front of it mm-hmm. that she sings into. And I feel, I'm not sure if that really gives you, I'm sure it has like somewhat of an effect on your guys' sound. It has to, because your your, your sound is really unique. Mm-hmm. And I know that the equipment makes a huge difference when you're trying to make a unique sound like that. So, in my head, I'm like, wow. I Like, I've always been like intrigued by that microphone, whether or not it's like, because it has like that old kind of grainy sound to yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? It does. So so it makes me but it's also like so fucking well maintained or like perfect uh-huh. that I'm wondering if it I, I just couldn't tell if it was like a an old mic that's been well maintained and like cleaned up and shit or refurbished or whatever or if it's like a a remake of an old mic. Or what I think the it might. I think on. it
3: might be. Well, they still because it's a Shure, it's a sure 55, so that's like that's like they were using back in the fifties and stuff. But I don't know if it was. I don't know if it. like an OG Shure 55 I don't or if it's know a if remake. It, of I don't know. Shure I wish is. I think I, knew. It, I think it might be a. I know. I issue. I
1: take care of it.
0: It's so nice and clean. It shines and stuff. It looks awesome. It's my
1: baby. I don't really let anybody use yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and you you bring it with you everywhere you go too. Yes. You're like I'm not using these fucking bullshit mics at whatever. Yeah, yeah no. They just using it. I got my own, dude, yeah. and it's real cool.
1: I've I've seen how much metal vocalists spit <laughs> when they Oh my sing. god, right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> so I don't like it, but
1: and also like I I don't I can't use a mic stand. I feel like I can't like stay still in one spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you can like, you know, Michael Jackson, you can, you know,
0: yeah, move
4: for around sure. move it, around with like, it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't
0: see just you like, like, like swinging it around though very much, <laughs> yeah. which is one of my favorite microphone moves when you go like
1: the, I will like keep over that your in head. mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Guys should work that into it for sure. But you gotta make sure you, you probably gotta duct tape. Yeah, bottom definitely <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> that way you, your microphone doesn't go flying into the crowd and, and yeah. it definitely oh, would. Oh, that, that
1: would hurt. That oh thing's heavy. It
0: looks heavy. It's like three pounds at least, man. It's like, yeah, it's yeah it's make sure you one. tape it up real good and then just start swinging <laughs> it all over the place. It'll be sweet. Dude, trust me. People will fucking love I it. I
1: will remember that. We'll keep it in mind.
0: <laughs> but yeah, dude, metal fa- metal singers do like all over it. Especially I, yeah. like the
1: I'm normally dirtier front row metal singers. Mm-hmm. Every, if I go to a local show or anything, I try my best to be front row. And the amount of times that I've actually been spit physically on, physically sprayed. Yeah. Is astounding. So yeah, I don't. I don't like to share my
3: microphone. <laughs> yeah, keep it away from those guys.
1: Sanitary reasons.
3: Know, that'd be like the same if I let somebody use my guitar and they're like, shush, like you know, like a like hot, picking their nose and like wiping yikes, it all over. Yeah, like you don't off know what people
4: are sweating. doing. Yeah. <laughs> my
0: guitar's just soaking wet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But a lot of times I do see like a standard mic at like shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they'll pass it around or whatever. Some guys use their own special ones. Sometimes I feel like it's a little bit of cheating too with like the. Like the people that do more growly and more guttural and like nastier, dirty vocals and shit. Like they have mics that like switch on and off really fast and stuff I know. to kind of do the echoes or whatever, and or add like other effects into the mic. I feel like that's a little bit, that's a little cheating. It's a
4: little bit, you know. What I mean, they're kind of
0: cheating a little bit there, but I get it, dude. Yeah, experience. Yeah. It's part of it. It's part about creating the sound and having the skills to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether that's like using technology or using. uh your own like vocal uniqueness or whatever.
1: I yeah I agree. Yeah. I think we, the most I've ever had was like some reverb. but that's you know the, what the sound guy does. Mm-hmm. Throw some reverb on it. But you know, I also sometimes that that trips me up a little bit too. Cause I mean I'm used to singing how I sing at band practice. We practice once a week every week mm-hmm. pretty much no matter what. So I'm used to hearing it normal dry. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it sounds. I'm sure it sounds a little bit different in the studio once it's a finished product. Obviously, than mm-hmm. at practice. You know what I mean? You oh, can add yeah. in the extra effects and the EQ and all the good shit to make it sound.
1: I actually struggle a lot in the in this because I, you know, there's like some. I mean, I don't scream the whole set or anything, but I scream pretty often in a lot of songs. And when I'm in the studio, it's like really weird for me because it's like so quiet in there, you know, and so I'm, like, I'm trying to, like, power up this scream, and it's really weird, like, I think I I had more takes on some of those screams than I ever, I mean, I I don't have a problem when we're live, like, Mm -hmm. if If it's a show, like, it's no problem. The band's loud enough where I just feel like it's...
0: You gotta scream over them. You
1: know, yeah. So it's, you know, and then you're in the studio and you're just, like, this really quiet, like, pin drop. You can hear a pin drop in there. He turns off everything.
4: Yeah. And And you gotta blast through it. (laughs) I'm
1: like, okay, I'm gonna scream now. And then, you know, and it's also, like... Cause I'd be like, I need I need more music in my headphones, so it's louder for me. Mm-hmm. But like, then you can't go too high because if it starts to bleed through the microphone, then you can like hear it. And Brian is a very diligent man. He yeah, does,
0: for sure. He yeah. doesn't
1: like any of that bleeding. Nothing. He's. I,
0: I mean, all he does a, a fucking such a good job out there he's for amazing. all the he stuff is, that he records.
1: He is a very very good producer. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's really great, and it's hard. I know what you mean a little bit in my own amateur singing along in songs in my cars. I can I can do like the gra- like the the different vocal sounds that you hear in metal, but if it's if I'm not like at the top of my lungs, there's like no chance I'm making certain yeah, noises. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's not
1: really something you can quiet down. Like it's kind of no. just like it's at that level and that level only. Yeah, and it's like you can't really scream whispers. Right. So, yeah, if it's not loud enough, singing it's in general
3: play. really is like is pretty is pretty loud you kind of got to really always do it with gusto man even like well, it's like is, yeah. yeah even stuff that ends up like sounding like maybe softer on recording is still not that song. I'm
1: still She's wailing still,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes. dude it's, it's yeah it's it's, it's you got to really send it's, it's it's all about projection I mean you're trying to make your voice go over this entire loud rattling band and stuff <laughs>
0: right. plus it take. I feel like it takes out some of the like natural reverb that your voice makes because when you're ma- when like we're talking or anything our, our voice is like on a scale, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, of certain a certain pitch scale and if I'm talking quieter versus I'm talking louder it doesn't use that whole scale It'll like it right. should, it you know it. what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah. th- there's like a little bit of a of like a science explanation for it, you know, behind everything.
4: Yeah.
1: I used to have a lot of trouble projecting um, this man would always yell at me and Say, bring forth the rock. I'm like, I'm trying. This is as loud as I can go. And I just realized eventually, Mm because I've never had any formal vocal lessons or anything. Mm I just realized eventually when I started feeling like I was going to pass out. That was good. I I was like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I should probably figure out how to do this. And then I realized that I wasn't singing from my diaphragm. Mm -hmm. You cut off the oxygen to your brain when you scream a certain way. And I was doing that to myself over and over. I'm like, why do I keep getting so dizzy at shows? I'm like, no, my, yeah, it's just me doing it the wrong way. So.
0: so, so your singing basically started on like a just a personal level, like singing songs that you liked and stuff like that, or
1: yeah, I've sang since I was like a little kid. But I've always been very like self conscious about it. Um, like when I was a kid, like not even my parents or anything ever heard me sing. I would like when I got left home alone I would like turn on the radio and sing and like watch out the window at the driveway yeah (laughs) make sure nobody would come home and hear me because I thought it was so embarrassing I don't know why and then I don't know um I, I got like a ukulele I think in like 2014 and so that I could start kind of trying to sing and I sang in front of my husband for the first time and uh I don't know. I just enjoyed it after that and I was like, Why haven't I
0: <laughs> and why didn't I have <laughs> to do this before? Why
1: was this so embarrassing before? But you know
0: I was like the exact opposite as like a five year old riding my bike up and down my block, like screaming <laughs> like really awful like five year old pop songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like back when you like backstreet boys and all that awful shit before you knew any better. That was like me except up and down my street so all my neighbors could hear me.
4: <laughs> I love that.
0: It was <laughs> awful.
1: Know. I love it.
0: I'm sure my neighbors did too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, John. When did you start playing guitar?
3: Well, I started playing guitar when I was nine years old. So, I young think that lad. Would have, what I think that would have been like, what, like maybe like fourth, fourth, the end of fourth grade, in between fourth and fifth grade.
0: And did you? Were you playing at like? Did you like pick it up yourself, or were you going to classes or? No, like? Oh no, absolutely not. I've never had. I've never had an actual guitar lesson ever. So
3: I, I taught. I taught myself how to play guitar through like through like YouTube and learning how to read tabs and stuff.
0: Tell Can how you read you music? Asked
1: all the people with your guitar. Oh,
0: oh dude, uh, actually, I still bring... I've heard about this at dude, um, I... my buddy Nick Tolino. <laughs> Told yeah. me that you used to come to the world of music. <laughs> yeah, dude. I
3: would sit there and play. Yeah, I would go anywhere I could sit and play guitar, dude. Was like, I, was, I had no plans on buying a guitar, but I was like, they, they, they would let you play it, and I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna do that. Then. <laughs> but like, yeah, I used to as like, like growing up as a kid. Every guitar I had when I had one, uh, I was like, I would just drag it everywhere. Man. It was all my friends' houses. Like, we were having a. If I was like staying the night somewhere playing video games, I'd be like, yo, I'm bringing my guitar to your house, man. And they'd be like, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I'm just going to, like, basically play solos for, like, seven hours. Through the night <laughs> hours. Uh, none of it's going to make much sense, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I was, Can't stop me. No, absolutely not. And, um, yeah, but I I didn't ever inherently ask for an electric guitar, though. So it was a crazy story. Like, I wasn't, like, I was, like, like, growing up, like, I moved here when I was, like, to Meadville when I was, like, eight years old. And from then, uh, from, like childbirth to then I grew I was lived in Tampa so it was kind of the city so I heard like a lot of like hip hop and like rap music and stuff mm-hmm. and my older siblings didn't listen to that kind of thing and so when I moved up here I didn't it wasn't kind of the same realm as was more like I don't know I really wasn't paying attention to the music people were listening to I guess it was still kind of like a hip hop rap kind of thing living in Meadville but like I moved to Conneaut Lake for fifth grade, and then we lived down the middle of nowhere. And then, like, right around that time, like, Guitar Hero came out. There you go. <laughs> it did. And I started playing the crap out of that game. And I remember the first time I, like, picked up the guitar controller, I felt, like, just, like, felt, like so enamored by it. I was like, this is awesome. This is all I could think. Of. I was like, "This is awesome. This feels..." And then he got feels-
0: a real guitar, and it was like nothing like it at all. No, it was
4: absolutely.
3: <laughs> I was like, "I was like, oh, that's right. I actually got to learn how to play the guitar I now. Know. This is not a Guitar Hero." But my stepdad like started watching me, kind of like get like really interested into that, and he like for like a present like bought me a guitar. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was confused by it because I was like, I had no, I would never, I hadn't asked anybody about it. all of a sudden, he's like, "Here, here's a good electric guitar for you." Go. No, it's just like. I don't know how to play. <laughs> he was kind like, of what like,
0: do I do now?
3: And, he, uh, and yeah, he was kind of like, "Well, it's an investment, so learn." Yeah.
4: <laughs> right. So I started learning how to
3: play. I started teaching myself how to play the guitar, man. Cool. And I can't. I've been in a rabbit hole with it ever since, man. Can you like read music? Uh, tabs. I can't read actual sheet music. Okay. I understand. I understand the concept, like, and I can like, like, I can understand what it's trying to tell me, like, slowly. But I can't like read along and play music. Mm-hmm. But. I can however memorize entire songs. Yeah. Like through and through. That's basically He's what I'm saying. very ever, good about that? I never I've n I have do not have any of my own songs written down either. Mm-hmm. I've never written anything down. I don't know how to write it down. We'll write I don't something know, like, <laughs> at
1: band practice and then like a week later I'll be like, play that one thing that I you were write, doing.
3: It was I like, write nah, nah, my, nah, like and you're I like, Oh, my, okay. I write like if I get an idea, I I'll, I'll like write all my like settings and stuff down for like all my pedals and my amp. And that's how I kinda of remember it. Like to get to be back in the zone of what mm-hmm. I was doing. That'll be like, be like you were doing this with this with this setup, and like that's that's how I. remember. Interesting. That's and,
2: very uh, very Beatles esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. none of those guys know how to read or right. how to read sheet music yeah, either. I, I know,
3: I, I know, and that's what I'm saying. I, and I never will. Like I, uh, A
2: lot of us don't. What I about
0: your chords?
3: So. I dude, I literally like if I'm like trying to figure something out, I'll like if I'm writing something, I'll like look up like, different chords and I'll, like, I figure out, like, a close, like, key that I want to be in, I'll just start looking up chords. Mm. And I start trying them out and seeing, like, if I'll get, like, maybe, like, the like, the bass chords and then I'll kind of, like, embellish on them, do, like, an add, to like, adding stuff to the chords and stuff and try different style chords to get different dynamics.
1: I'm pretty but, sure we only have one person in our band that knows how to read music. Yeah. And he's the only one that has formal...
0: Mm-hmm. Music
4: training. In music,
1: yeah. Our, our bassists actually didn't even know any chords. Like, didn't even really play the bass. We were just like, you play mm-hmm. the bass, like, a little, little bit? you want to be in a band? And they were like, sure. You're about then, to learn. They learned yeah, the songs, they, man. They are great. They really, they got it. They figured it out. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just, just don't call out chords, because they'll be like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: can have
3: but, that. yeah, like, I know, I know like... Like, I know, like, my scales and stuff and, like, loosely how to, like, do, like, stuff with keys and stuff, like my major, re- relative majors and minors and stuff like that. So, I, but like, there's a lot of, like, more dynamic scales that I don't know, but I practice, I try to practice them, like, through the means of, like, backing tracks and stuff, because you can go on YouTube and there's, like, about 100 million backing tracks like that you can put on and they'll put the scale put like the scale that works like the best for it in there and like sometimes they'll have like the different variations of that scale too so that's how I that's how I be learning stuff man I'll try to like pick out like try to and just try to build off of that and then try to use that to just create my own stuff go my own way with it I'm just I just mostly look for technique and stuff and like that anything that I need anything that I'm trying to like grow on I try to like narrow it down instead of just being like I'm gonna learn just chords, 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 chords and stuff like that because I can't I can't focus long enough like that. That'll get boring to me. Mm-hmm. But I try to do the do the motions though, you know, like practicing slow with a metronome, even though it pains me so much to go that slow. But it is about it is a it's just about a control thing though.
0: Yeah, right. But Not everything can be a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Well.
4: Uh, tell our my, drummer tell that, please. That. You can
0: get everything at once, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, there it is.
3: Got it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely like... Your drummer's not that fast. Maybe he is. I mean, your music doesn't sound like really like fast drumming or anything like that. I thought it was like overall like kind of a slower fucking. Well,
1: she used to be in like another punk band that was like very fast, and I don't know how many times we ended up at practice having to be like, Raina, slow down. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, she
3: would be practicing with the other band, and then she would come back, and we would be practicing, and everything everything would just
0: be sped up, (laughs) like 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 way blasting through the songs. Yeah, I love her though. She
1: learned how to play. the drums for our band too actually we asked her when we very first started we were like playing with acoustic instruments she got gifted a cajon you know those box drums definitely uh we were like hey we need some percussion you want to do that and then i don't know a kit just kind of fell into her lap and then yeah i Mm -hmm. think that's that's when we all had to change to electric because we were like well this is too loud now so we gotta get some pas and a microphone and stuff and yeah
3: they weren't too
0: loud she was just playing I'm too loud <laughs> I feel like it would be really hard to play the drums softly yeah, no you gotta get, you I wanna <laughs> fucking smack you know, yeah, no, that spin 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 shit can't turn it down yeah
1: <laughs> you know it's not an electric kit
0: right you have to do it with your arms mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's that's not fun at all you, you can't get any speed
4: with, <laughs> if
0: you don't have a little bit of force, man. you right. can't just like <laughs> no way that would never work no that's why you don't see quiet drummers
3: nope You see quiet kits though. You've seen one of those things, man. it's it's an electric
1: kit, I've seen electric kits.
3: No, they make quiet quiet, like acoustic drum kits, man. Mm -hmm. They like they're like so they're like they're like coming like three piece, and the the cymbals all have little holes in all of them. So like the sound doesn't, they don't resonate the same. You still get the same tone. Mm -hmm. It's just quieter, and the drum heads are like screen mesh. Hmm. It's like you. It's like
0: you can. So you it's put, not moving as much air. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's like, and you like, it's like, and you can see through it, and it's like, it's and you can like push it, and it like moves. You know what I mean? But when you hit it, you get the same like, you get the same bounce that you would from a regular drum hit. It's the craziest thing in the world. I played one of them at a guitar center in Alabama when I was there not long ago. And it's the craziest thing, because you, like, you can be the crapper, but it only gets to that with certain volume,
0: man. Mm.
1: It's yeah, awesome. I've never seen that I before. That.
0: There's probably a lot of parents out there that are like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Absolutely. yeah. laughs> this is the new kit for our ch- our aspiring drummer child.
1: I feel that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely would not be a bad investment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what, what's coming up next for you guys now that this album's coming out?
1: Um, well, we have uh, we have an album release show at uh, Labrys. It's uh, March eleventh. Uh huh. Um, I think we have like one or two shows before that though. We have one in February, February eleventh.
3: Philly on the Rocks. Philly on the Rocks.
1: <laughs> For the
0: comeback of Fastfall.
1: Yeah, Fastfall, nice. Dead Cassette, and um,
0: they were who headlined the show that I was at. I think oh, less than expected that you guys played it. Fastball at, base, at Basement Transmission.
1: Oh, oh. No,
0: Fastball was supposed
4: to headline. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Yeah, they took like a little high, uh, unexpected high. Okay. There. Um, Sorry. No, they yeah they were supposed to play. Um, but yeah, they're oh, they're one of my favorite, uh, mm-hmm. local bands, honestly. It's post hardcore, and um, so I'm really excited that they're coming back. They have a new member, and um, so it's gonna be really cool. And then um, we have one, uh, at BT. March 8th it's like random I think it's like a Wednesday or a Thursday I think is this it's stuff Thursday. on
0: your Facebook page yes and Instagram yeah. all yeah. that shit mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, make you sure you guys definitely. look them up Autotrocity it's really easy to find yeah mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. we're on everything Facebook, Instagram, TikTok Twitter it's all there Snapchat even we have one so. well
0: damn <laughs> all of it well yeah. damn
1: yeah just look up autotrophy on anything and you'll find us
0: so what's been like the biggest challenge for you guys as a band so far
1: Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I know personally. Um. We we take a lot of shows. Like we play like every weekend during the summer, spring, fall. Um. You know, winter we kind of usually reel back, but uh, we play every weekend. So, um. I mean, I'm I'm a wife and I'm a mom of two kids. I'm a stay at home mom. So, uh, for. For me personally, it's um sometimes it's a little struggle to be, uh, you know, like constantly playing shows. But I love it, though, like when I'm there, it's like, I just, I love being, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, definitely hard to make plans and, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but um, I, I would, I wouldn't really change it, though. So I wouldn't really say it's a, it's a problem, but it's, you know, it just makes it a little bit hard to be. A mom
0: <laughs> just have, so it sounds like you're having a little bit of difficulty balancing everything out or finding that balance. Mm-hmm. At yeah, times.
1: you know, we always every year so far we've said we should take a little bit less shows this year, and then it's kind of just like
0: it's not how you become famous. Yeah, rock stars. you know, I and mean, it's no. hard to
1: say no because <laughs> yep. like, it's like we're friends with all these promoters and venue owners now, so it's like it's really hard to say no because you know they're your friends and they're like, hey you play the show and I'm like yeah Yeah. man I'll come play for you like yeah you know of course so you know I like I said I love doing it but you know it does make it a little difficult to make plans (laughs) but we are going to try a little harder this year to take a little bit less because we want to travel a little bit more Mm -hmm. so um, we want to kind of try to like take some farther away shows and spend a little bit more time
0: outside out there yeah so
1: Mm -hmm. I know we'll see how it goes
3: cool trying to eventually like get like like an east coast tour kind of set up like no maybe not something too terribly long maybe just like like a week or two
0: just kind yeah. of like go from like here down to Florida and back
3: and that'd still. be dope. Yeah, that'd
2: be cool
0: mhm that'd be real dope that's a sweet goal
1: yeah absolutely My And mom.
0: totally attainable too
3: yeah, yeah. Do you know what i mean just not nothing crazy maybe like it'd be, you know just maybe not even be in every state like just like pick a few states we can find yeah. to get to those dates like lined up close together and mm-hmm. stuff and maybe even just focus on, like, just hanging out in, when we get down to Florida, because, I mean, it's the
0: beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you, do, you, who, do you guys book your shows yourselves, or mm-hmm. somebody line them up for well, you? Well, not
1: always. It's, it's kind of a mixture. Right? I mean, yeah. we have a manager, so they work on booking shows a lot, and um, a lot of the times it's, like, promoters mm-hmm. reaching out or the venue mm-hmm. owners reaching out. We actually only occasionally book our own shows, because like, we started the Basement of Terror because we wanted to do, like, a Halloween show. That was cool. And, proper um, Halloween yeah proper, yeah, proper one. And, um, you know, I don't know, just kind of here and there. Like, if we see, like, a cool festival that we're like, oh, I'd love to play there, then we try to book it. But, cool. I mean, mostly it's people just reaching out, you know, at work morally getting us gigs. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, I wish you guys the best of luck. Yeah, In the future. You. I can't wait to hear the full album when it comes out. It's sweet. Me too. <laughs> we have a cop- one of your songs on here. Um, we're probably going to play it right now. Okay. Cool, cool. Our- this thing up now that we've listened to it
4: yeah all right sounds awesome.
0: good we love <laughs> you guys check Auditrocity out at uh Facebook Instagram all the social medias there out there come to their shows find a date there's one coming up in the next month throughout uh the next two months uh we love you guys thank you so much for coming out and checking for having you. us guys it's was. been real fun been a yeah. great time. Yeah. and been thank been you to good. all the listeners out there that came to check us out and came to listen to Auditrocity We love you
4: guys, too. Y'all have a good night. Peace. 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 Peace.